Hey, what's going on? Yo, happy Batman Day. That's two. I'm Cal. <laughs> word to the blurred, baby. Welcome to Word to the Blurred, episode 11. Listen, if you can't tell, I'm stupid excited. You know what today is? September 15th, a.k.a. Batman Day. Fucking special episode of Word to the Motherfucking Blurred. Because it's Batman Day, son! How many How many years has Batman been around to, son? 80. This is the 80th anniversary. Uh, May, I don't remember what day in May, but 1939. He came out a year right after Superman. But as long as we know that 1939 is the best motherfucking year ever, Batman created by um, Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Is 1939 really the best year? (laughs) (laughs) Well, technically, no. But (laughs) it's a good year for Batman. If you want a good point in time, just go back to 1939. It was great for everybody. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man, it was some bullshit. But it was a good year for me in in in, uh, in terms of just having my favorite comic book character come to life. And it's great. Um, just a more brief history on Batman. Batman was started in Detective Comics, which for those of you guys who don't know is DC comic books. Um, they just, what, as... Recently, as maybe like three, four, maybe five months ago, they did Detective Comics issue 1000, which had everybody that had anything to do with Batman work on a Batman story for that. So, for instance, you had Kevin Smith, who talked about, um, who wrote a story which was illustrated by Jim Lee, who was one of the fucking greats. Um, If you guys don't know who Jim Lee is, please, you know, do yourself a favor, look him up. Um, He's done incredible things Wildcats, X Men. Um, certain Spider-Man stuff when he was doing for Marvel. Uh, his X-Men run is probably what made him really, really famous. And then he did some stuff for Image, which was his own comic book company, which is where Wildcats come from. Uh, this guy named uh, Shadowhawk, which was like a, a bootleg Wolverine. But he, he was pretty cool back in the day. That was like in the early 90s. Didn't he do a, that dragon thing? What was the dragon? Remember... Savage Dragon? Savage Dragon. Then they did a cartoon. Yeah, he was off an image. Yeah, and the the cartoon came from USA. US? That's so random that that cartoon... Sorry, we're like riffing right now, but that's so random that that cartoon was on USA. Bro. And I remember watching it, but you know what I mean? It's just like, it's US. You know what I mean? You remember um, Duckman? That used to come on USA also, and then with Tattoo Teenage... Um, heavily, well, heavily alien fighters. Yeah, from Beverly Jet Hills. Teenage. Bow, bow, we're alien fighters. Bow, bow. Tattoo teenage alien fighters from Be- that was my childhood. Um, Back listen, to we Batman. Gonna, yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. We're gonna actually do a. a an episode where we talk about back in the day stuff because the '90s was a great era in terms of comic books and TV. But a more history about Batman. Um, during this time, during the, the 30s and the early 40s, you had the introduction of Robin, the first appearance of the Joker, which was actually in Batman issue one mm. in 1940. Um, geez, he's just he's spanned 80, 80 years of books, TV, serials. Um, I mean, Khalid, you know I damn near have almost every Batman movie. <laughs> every Batman movie, every Batman hat, <laughs> T-shirt. Listen, I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm sure my brother will will talk about that, you know, how much of Batman has an impact on me. But, I mean, while we're about to get on that, why don't we talk about that, the impact that this character has had on us? Yeah. 
Um, I mean, he's Batman's just always been that guy. He's always that guy who's always two steps ahead of everybody else, you know. And a lot of people say, "Well, Batman has no powers." And that's what makes him so special. Oh, hear that, Artia? Niggas is talking about you. <laughs> talking about how you saying Batman is in a superhero. He's my superhero, nigga. Yeah, but like, like it's just like how people say Batman has no powers. What makes him special? I mean, what makes him special is his will and his intellect, and it's something. I mean that. In some ways, it's possible because it is possible to train your mind as well as your body as far as it can go, you know, and just be the best you can be. So it's something that can be achieved, and it almost makes Batman, in a way, this is a reach, but makes Batman seem realistic. And just again, he's he's always the smartest guy in the room. It doesn't matter if he's going up against Superman or Flash, or you know what I mean. He's he'll always find a way to come out on top if he has to take you out and that's why i always loved about batman and he, he's a thinker i feel like there's not many superheroes who are thinkers not many superheroes who can quote you know um the art of war or something like the bible or just something any type of literature you know batman is that guy who can go toe-to-toe with you intellectually as well as physically and i think that's what makes him if one of the best if not the best superheroes around okay damn how do you follow that <laughs> um Batman has been in my life since forever. Um, I think you guys, if you remember in episode one, I talked about how pretty much my first comic book was a Batman comic book. I was one of those kids, um, and I think I heard Mark Bernardin, one of our favorite uh, journalists and podcasters. Yeah, he's he on said, Fat Man uh, on Batman with Kevin Smith. Really it's good. actually Fat Man Beyond. Now. Fat Man Beyond, sorry. They can't say Batman anymore legally. Sorry. Yeah, WB finally got to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mark Bernardin had said this, this one comment that really, really stuck with me. He said, while everybody else grew out of Batman growing up, I just never stopped. Mm. Um, and that kind of hit, you know, struck a tone with me because for as long as I've been alive, I can never say that I've never been a Batman fan. There's never been a time where, um, I can say, yo, I don't like Batman. I can't fuck with Batman. Yeah. Um, clearly... Um, like I just said earlier, I have damn near all the movies, and especially thanks to the DC streaming service, I really have every Batman <laughs> movie. Um, in terms of my DVD collection, when it comes to it, I have all four of the original movies, spanning from Michael Keaton, which was 89 to 92, to Val Kilmer, which was like 93? No, no, no. Maybe, well, 90, maybe 94, 95. Yeah. The latest we'd say is 96. I'd, I'd probably even go 96 to 98. Because then I think, no, maybe Cause 95 to 98. And then you had the Schumacher one, which was like 99 or 98. Well, but also remember Schumacher did um, forever. Well, yeah. When I say the Schumacher one. <laughs> like The one that Batman everybody hates. Okay. Yeah. So then you have, then I have the one that everybody hates, which is Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin with George Clooney. Chris O'Donnell was... Do you have them on DVD? I do. I do. What are the special features like? Trash. Uh, we won't <laughs> even talk about it. We won't even talk about it. But then if you look at the special features for Batman... Um, Batman Forever. Not much better. It's not much better. But then even Returns didn't have special features. But the first one does. Yeah. Um which is um, the Michael Keaton 1989 version. I also have all three of the Christopher Nolan Batmans on a special Blu-ray edition, which has this one special feature where he's talking to Richard Donner, the director of the 1978 Superman. Yeah. Um, and that was really, really, 
really, really, really, really, really, really good. I have um, the 1966 Batman Adam West entire television collection. Uh, My next goal is to get the entire Batman animated series Blu-ray. Even if I don't watch it, you know, it's good to have. Uh, Amazon and the DC Universe streaming app has it, but you know, it's just something for my personal collection, something that's tangible for me. Mm. Um, you know, it's just, it's something that just liking this character. Yeah. He's, he's relatable because he is a human. I can't really relate to being white or rich, <laughs> but, um, actually, and we're going to talk about race and Batman soon. Um, we're going to, I'm going to have some news to tell you guys soon. If some of you guys haven't heard it yet, but, um, just keep that in mind. But, you know, just just having somebody there that represents the the peak human condition. You know, mm. you trained yourself for years to become, you know, a living, a virtually a living weapon. He's weapon. honed his mind and his body. <laughs> I like that word, honed. Yeah. So he's he's definitely he's he's like my brother said, the smartest man in the room. He's the great one. Um, let's let's skip into stories. Do you have any favorite? Actually, no. I take that back. What is some of your favorite Batman movies or TV shows or even moments? I love, I mean, it's pretty much all of it. I mean, I love Batman the Animated Series. You know, Do you have any those, episodes that, that kind of? I mean, I really I really love the Nightwing one when Nightwing comes back. And Wait, like, which one now? Does you scratch my back, which is no, the first no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there if you let my, me. My bad. You know if I'm you excited. If you let a man talk. If you let a man talk. My, my bad. Um, I love the, I mean, always, of course, that episode where um, uh, Bruce is training um, Tim Tim Drake. You and, work uh, with me, Tim. Yeah. And, and follow my and then yeah, and then like, he's like, oh, what what is what is the greatest? He's like, better watch, watch that last one. Kid. <laughs> it's, it's a doozy. It's I thought it was like a something like that. It's a doozy or something like that. Yeah. Then you see Dick. Dick comes back, and it's just like, yeah, this is the way and it's the, supposed to be. Yeah, and I really <laughs> just love that little background episode where they show why Dick left and um oh, the little wounds. yeah and the little division that they had. I love that, and um, I mean. I also really loved his appearance in Justice League. Justice League, I mean, all the Justice League cartoons was great. I mean, it was a good transition from Batman the Animated Series into Justice League. And he was in the Justice League episode? No, I'm talking about Batman. Oh, shit. This yeah, is a Batman whoa. episode. Whoa, sorry. I got all into my Nightwing phase. I was like, my nigga. Yeah, but I loved um, his appearances in, um, in Justice League. And I really loved that moment where um, there was this little girl she was like making monsters or whatever. So like, I think she was like a created metahuman by Cadmus or something like that. And she was like gonna die, and Batman just stayed with her until she died. You know, that was like a cool, sweet moment. You know what I mean? It that was, was the um the one where it wraps up Batman Beyond. Epilogue. I think it was that one. Yeah, it was yeah. epilogue. Yeah, which is another good one. Epilogue. So that's good. Um, what else? You said favorite Batman story. You said no. Nah, it was we're TV the moments, shows. Yeah, moments. TV shows. Um, movie. I guess movies too. Yeah, I guess say movie mediums. wise. I mean, I I do enjoy the Dark Knight. It's probably it might be up there. That's like the your best favorite Batman. Batman movie. I feel like yeah, but I also really love uh the moment, the Batman moments in um, Batman v Superman. I think what Ben Affleck did with Batman in that movie was great, but unfortunately, in Justice League, it just it was a completely different Batman. It just. I really wasn't a fan of that at all. Um, 
I loved. Yeah, Michael Keaton, like, like he's great, but he's not. I wouldn't call him like my, like, go-to definitive Batman like some people do. Like, he was great in a role. You know what I mean? It was, it, it was great for the time. You know, and I'm, of course, in some ways, those movies still hold up. But I mean, Michael Keaton's not bad. I, I like. I don't do backflips over him, but he's not bad. Um, I feel like Val Kilmer doesn't get enough credit. You know, he did what he. What he, he he did the best with what he had in Batman Forever, and it wasn't even that bad of a movie. Um, George Clooney's a tragedy. I mean, because I think honestly, I think he he could could have been a good Batman if he was in a different Batman movie, you know. But yeah, but I mean, in terms of um, I'm I'm kind of excited about what they're doing with the character next. You know, I'm I'm excited to see what Robert Pattinson is going to do with Batman. So. Battinson, yeah, that's what they, call, that's him what him they call him. But apparently, he hates those nicknames. But I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. I mean, it's it's an interesting choice. Like, it's not one that I would immediately think of when you say, "Oh yeah, who do you want to play Batman?" But like, when you kind of think about, it, it's like, "Oh, I can kind of see it. I can kind of understand it." You know, he's he's done a lot of great movies since Twilight, guys. You should check it out. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where what they do with the character in the future cinematically. Okay. Um, yeah, as you guys know, like I keep saying, Batman is my guy, so I'm gonna have some moments for that ass. Um, first off, I think one of my favorite moments is in the Michael Keaton 1989 Batman movie, where you first see him when he just they're they're counting out the money. Um, these two, oh, I just these had two another bank another robbers. Good moment. Um, not bank robbers, but they had robbed these. This kid and his family. Can I just one slide note? I just one more one more good Batman this moment. Nigga. That that warehouse fight in BVS. Oh yeah, that was, that was that's true. hands down the best Batman fight I've ever seen. And I dare you to tell me otherwise. All all other Batman fights have been kind of just dumb to me, and you can kind of tell because the actors look like they can't move in the damn suit. That was the first fight scene where Batman looked like a, a damn beast and a brawler, and he was just taking out people. That's the best. One of you know that's the best Batman moment for me. Okay. Boom, go back to what you're hands down. I, well, I don't know about hands down. It, it could be debatable, but keep going. <laughs> okay, so in 1989, these two guys rob this kid and his family. They go up to a roof. They're counting out counting out the money that they got from the family, and Batman just swoops down very slowly, and you see the silhouette of his cape just come down. And he moves up to these criminals, and they run scared, and Batman just gets them both. And then towards the end, when he, Batman is hanging this guy off the roof, he's like, what are you? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And once he throws them off, and he just jumps off the roof, and you're just like, yes, this is this is what time it is. Are there any type of favorite lines you like from a Batman movie or just a cartoon? <sighs> Something that Batman has said? Um, Damn. I think my favorite conversation in terms of Batman, which is probably going to go back to the 1989 movie where he's talking about how the, the Joker is psychotic. <laughs> and Vicky Vale is like, well, damn, ain't that the pot calling the kettle? Mm. Like, because Batman has, you know, psychotic tendencies himself. Even though he's on the right the side of the angels, he definitely has some psychotic tendencies of his own. Um, my other favorite Batman moment definitely has to be Batman returns when he finishes his date with Selena and he goes down to the Batcave and he's getting ready to suit up and you see all those suits in the Batcave and it's just like, wow. 
Um, I guess I'm gonna go through every Batman, but there's one in particular that I I think is probably one of my favorites. Um, if any of you guys are familiar with the 1930s serial or 1940s, they had this uh, these short films called serials, and Batman had two of them. The Second one so is probably Batman my had favorite. the devil ears. Yeah, that's when Batman had the devil ears. He looked more like Devil Dog Man than. Uh, what was the Batman. one we, we were laughing about? One of them where he got like electrocuted or something. Yeah, that's had, in the second that was one. Just like this, the whole thing was just awkward. He just dropped. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I mean, well, in the 1940s, the special effects was trash, but um, that's the first appearance of the Batcave. And you know, once you saw that first appearance, like it, Batman's Batcave had never been put into comic books until after that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Definitely got to go with you on BBS. I think my favorite my favorite scene in BBS is um, the training montage going into when he's preparing for the battle with Superman. You kind of just see Batman using his mind. Yeah. Um, outside of the Dark Knight, you don't really see the detective prowess of Bruce Wayne. Mm. You don't, you don't, you just, you're like, okay, he's an action hero. Yeah. But in The Dark Knight and in BVS, you see the detective. Yeah. You see and him getting clues. You we're see supposed him. to see more of that. Apparently, this these next Batman movies are supposed to be, I mean, they're describing yeah, the it as, as a mystery. like a, Yeah, like a mystery noir. And some people think, I mean, what we we can get into that when we talk about our favorite Batman storyline. So my, what I'm going to say, we'll relate back to that. But continue. Um. Oh, you're talking about with the. Um, what else? Damn, there's so much bad history. Um, uh, also the first time you see Batman fly and Batman returns. And if we're gonna be, I like the the suit up in Batman Forever. The beginning, the mon- like the little ding bang. <laughs> Those little montages. Can I persuade you to take a sandwich? I think I think oh, those need to through. stay in the nineties. It was. I mean, it was cool. It's not <laughs> something that we the, would do now. Why did they turn around always up with the butt shot? <laughs> that I didn't like. <laughs> that I was Boom! Big old crotch. I was like, we can leave those in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, one of my favorite Batman stories from that time period. It was like the two thousands, and Batman wasn't really in the show, but Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel Batman's presence. Like I like a show where you can feel the presence, and you'll don't name drop, but it's it's not that big of a deal that he's not in there. Mm. Um, yeah. So now we're gonna go into our favorite Batman stories. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so comic book wise, because uh, for those of you who don't know, there's been also some Batman novelizations that I've checked out. Over my 30 years of living. Um, so one of my favorite stories is Nightfall, which was written by Doug Monek. Um, during this time, Nightfall is when Batman gets his back, back broken, broken by Bane. Bane. Yeah. Um, and it's actually the first appearance of Bane, which is during this arc. And this arc was in 92, 93. The most I would say is 94. Um, you also, during this time, you get the introduction of Jim Paul Valley who takes over after Bruce Wayne after Bat, uh, after Bane breaks Batman's back. Um also then we have Night's End which takes place right after Nightfall 
which is part of the series, which was written by Chuck Dixon, Doug Monique, and Joe Duffy. Um, during this time, this nice end is where Jim Paul Valley is now Batman. Bruce Wayne has to train and come back to reclaim his mantle and his title as Batman. He does this. He does a great job. These art, these the artists and the writing is like I said, superb. And just remember the name Chuck Dixon. He's one of my favorite writers. Um, if any of you guys are big Nightwing fans, uh, this Nightwing in the nineties, this that's your guy. Chuck Dixon was responsible for that. And just uh, now that we're talking about Nightwing, there's a, a Batman art called Prodigal, which is when Dick Grayson first takes the mantle of Batman after Night's Fall, or Night's End, which it goes it's right into it, um, which is also by Chuck Dixon, who is great with Dick Grayson. Um, great story. At the end of the story, Batman ends up coming back, healed, new costume, which was the black one with the with the fins on the bottom of the boots and shit like that like mm-hmm. great time great time in comic book history um also i have batman court of owls which is during the new 52 era which is written by sky snyder and drawn by greg capullo uh court of owls is one of the greatest 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 batman stories out i definitely think you guys should check it out also you have hush jeff Loeb, and jim lee um that was also in the 2000s. Great mystery. Um, Hush is one of, a, a, a new villain at that point. Jeff Lowe brings new life into the into the Dark Knight, and you see how this is the first time you really see um, an enemy psychologically fuck with Batman. Yeah. And it's really, really good. Um, the last one I'm gonna talk about is I Am Gotham, I Am Suicide, and I Am Bane which is all three volumes are part of the Tom King era, which is currently going on right now. Uh, those three are like pfft, amazing, amazing. It's just, it's again, um, King is getting into the psychology of Batman and is really wondering if Batman can truly be happy and still be Batman. And, you know, we're still waiting to get our answer. Currently his run is still going on. So God willing, next time we do an episode about Batman, I'll have an answer for you guys. Okay. Okay. Uh, going off what you were saying, uh, Hush is definitely one of my favorites, and and just talking about how you had this fresh new villain that was really a- really able to fuck with Batman mentally, and I love that, and I love that he was a physical match for him as well as a an intellectual match. You know, it was almost like Batman had to look in the mirror, you know, and really look inside himself. And it was I've always saw Hush as like a personal villain. Because it came from someone who he who who he knew and loved, and sort of infiltrated his personal life, you know. So I thought that was a really great storyline, and it was kind of also a way to bring in, you know, a, a, all of his robes into you know one storyline. So that was one of my favorites, and I really dig uh, the Long Halloween. The Long Halloween is one of my favorite Ooh, that is Batman storylines because it's it's really it's just just. It almost feels like a novel in some ways, reading it. It's really just like a straight up, you know, Sherlock Holmes type murder mystery kind of thing, you know. All these people, I mean, these these criminals are getting killed on, on holidays. And it, on Batman has to figure out who's doing it, you know, before it's too late. And I don't want to spoil the storyline, but you kind of figure out who it is. It's, 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 a, it's a fantastic story. And again, it's another story that does involve all of... Uh, Batman's rogues gallery in the story. And apparently rumor is that 
this might be the story for Robert Pattinson's Batman, and may, it may be based off uh, The Long Halloween. And on top of that, just besides the story, I really love the artwork. I really love the artwork by uh, by Tim Sale. Uh, amazing, amazing artwork, and as, and as well as Jim Lee, who worked on Hush. You know, I'm, I mean, for me, in terms of comic books, I the art is just as important as the story, because sometimes I think the art draws me in more. I mean, especially because when I was little, I'd always more so look at the art than actually read the story. Um, what else? What other storylines? I mean, I think those are like my two favorites. But uh, where, where where would you like to see Batman go in the future? Mm. Oh well, that actually is a perfect segue for the news that I have to that I have to tell you. So I don't know if you heard, mm. but DC Comic Books got one next year. Oh yeah, I did. Black Batman baby, and I'm not yeah. talking about Batwing. Any of you guys who know who Batwing I heard is, about that. um, he was a character that came out in the New Fifty Two, who is supposed to be like the Black Batman or the Black ba- uh, the Batman of Africa. Um, this is during the time of Grant Morrison's Batman Inc. Batman Inc. was an idea that was supposed to have Batman all around the world. Whether if you're in China, like Paris, Batman Inc. Batman Corporation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so during that time, that's where you get Batwing. Uh, who was an ex-police officer and, and in Africa, and he ends up giving up the career, and it goes to Lucius's Fox, Lucius Fox's son, Luke. Luke Fox, Luke yeah. is my favorite Batwing. Not saying that David wasn't good, but I was able to relate to Luke more. He was a, a, um, a young African-American male who had who was the oldest of three siblings, and he just he was smart. Brilliant, he could fight. I'm not saying that I'm the best fighter because I'd probably get my ass whooped on an occasion, but um, he was just great. And now that we're having a black Batman, like, and it's not going to be Bruce Wayne, it's a totally different character, totally different origin. Mm. Everything is going to be brand, brand spanking new, and it's going to be fucking dope. I cannot wait. Um, when Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardo were talking about it, and What's funny about it is that they talked about this some months back, um, actually two years ago. Mm-hmm. And when they was bringing it back, Kevin Smith says, oh, so they're doing bat- black man. <laughs> and everybody started dying. I got, a, I got a nice little laugh out of it. But I'm really excited. If they bring this, um, I'm all for it. This I would love to have another African American character in the Bat family because so far- What do you think, what do you think will happen to, to Bruce? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they still do it like the Batman Incorporated. Mm-hmm. I don't see Bruce Wayne really retiring because he just brought some back. I don't know if it was if it was true, but I read somewhere that it wouldn't be like a bat character; it would be Batman. Like, oh, so it's like you have Elseworld. I didn't read anything about Elseworlds, but I read like Black Batman. Like, not like it would be Bat something. Like, this would be Batman. I'm, I'm so, ready. So, I mean, I mean, well, listen, we'll if they can have a Black Spider Man, mm-hmm. then you can have a Black Batman. You feel me? We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the future, I really like to. I mean, more movies, more TV. You know, uh, I mean, Batman's just a character that just won't die. He won't quit. And hey, he's I'll so versatile. Yeah. You know, everyone loves Batman. You know, you can go all around the world and show like a picture of Batman. People will definitely fucking know who he is. You know, he's just one of those universal characters. Everyone knows what the Christian cross is. And everyone knows what the bat signal is. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things you just know. But um, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the future is bright for Batman. I don't think the future's ever been dark. I mean, 
Oh, well, no. they're, they're, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. There have been some times. But yeah. <laughs> you remember the hiatus we had on the Batman movie, nigga? Yeah, After that's, George that's Clooney, true. Yeah. We was all fucked up for but, a little I mean, we had, we had the TV show. We had the cartoons. But yeah, I mean, Batman may, long may he reign. <laughs> long may he reign. That's exactly. Long live the king. Uh, here's to 80 years and 80, 80 more years. Yeah, man. Yeah. Give it. Listen, anything Batman related, you know I'm in for it. Yeah. Also, um, just want to put you guys on Black Thought, which is our business, which is our creative company that is responsible for Word to the, Word to the Blurred, is also putting out, getting ready to put out some more, and actually has episodes out with Diamond of Truth Podcast, which is another podcast that is down with Black Thought. And it's kicking ass uh, with Virgil Boysaw, who is the leader of that team, and he's he's doing his thing. Please, 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 guys, check him out. All right. So let, let him know what's the podcast again, too. Diamond of Truth. Diamond they're on. Of Truth. They're on Anchor. So I, we will be posting up, you know, more about them soon. Yeah, and we're also working on our website. And once the website's ready to go, we'll have all the podcasts and all the goodies linked up on there as well. Trust me, just rock with us because it's goddamn, it's going to be a good time. So with that being said, we love you. We appreciate you. Um, if you guys are going to Comic-Con, we're going to be there on Sunday handing out some Word to the Blurred flyers so we can try to get more listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys bang with us like I know you guys do, please, 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 you know, spread the word. Let people know about us. Um, let them know that it gets better because, goddamn it, we here. But with that being said, y'all, I'm two. I'm Cal. This is Words of the Blurred, baby. Special Batman edition, my nigga. Words of the Blurred, two and Cal. Peace.